Hey everyone, it's Elisa, and you're listening to Sweet Talk with Elisa podcast. I hope you all had a wonderful weekend. And for those of you who had a week off from school last week, I hope you all had a good break. Today's episode is just going to give you all a recap of what I had done during midwinter recess since my son was off from school. So stay tuned and be ready to find out what your girl has been up to lately. So I was supposed to go back to Beetle House, New York, the weekend of Valentine's Day, and unfortunately plans got canceled. And on this particular day, I was originally planning to go to an event called Dark Circus that was hosted by Nor Knights, um, the event that was created by former keyboardist of Motionless in White, Josh Balls. Now, they had an event scheduled for February 16th that was going to be taking place in New York City, but unfortunately, the event got postponed. <laughs> I was so looking forward to going to Dark Circus with my friends because it was going to be our first time ever attending an event like this. So to describe the event, which is hosted by Nor Knights, um, just think of a combination between Fifty Shades of Grey with some type of goth influence clashed all together. And everyone's dressed in black. There's some entertainers there that are getting whipped, that are tied up, uh, having candle wax poured on them. You know, there's dancing, there's music. So it's been many years since I've been in the club scene, since I was in my mid-20s. That was like the last time I've hit up the club scene. <laughs> um, and it sucked that this event got postponed, but on my Instagram story the day this announcement was made that the event was postponed, I reposted the announcement and I put in a little caption saying, you know, this girl is sad. I was looking forward to having a good time with friends. And the next thing you know, I get a DM from Dark Nor Nights on Instagram letting me know that they will be returning back to the city. They just had to take care of a couple of things um, with the city itself. So my take was probably some licensing issues and next thing you know, I read an article about Josh Balls, and he's the person who created Nor Knights. And the licensing issue was the case because I read somewhere in the article that he wanted to get cages to be put up behind the ceiling, I guess, to have performers inside these cages. And um, that wasn't happening with New York City. So <laughs> um, I guess certain things that goes down with these types of events by Nor Knights certain things aren't allowed in New York City. I mean, this event originated out in Pennsylvania, so everything out there is cool, but when it comes to New York City, you know, there's like strict rules and regulations and stuff like that, so I get it. But I appreciate that I got the message from Dark Nor Knights letting me know that they will be coming back to New York. So I hope they show up sooner than later, and um, I'll definitely look into checking out one of their events whenever... They plan on coming back. So feel free to check out Dark Nor Nights on Instagram. And it's spelled D-A-R-K-N-O-I-R. 
N-I-G-H-T-S. So I didn't get to go to a spa during midwinter recess, but I did get my hair done. For the first time ever, I got box braids. So I ended up going to this spot where I got my teeth whitened last December. And, you know, they do makeup, they do hair braiding. So I wanted to see what it would be like to have braids in my hair. I had cornrows done before in my 20s, but now I'm in my 30s. It's been a very long time since I got my hair braided. But box braids, never. So I had an appointment scheduled for 10.30 in the morning. And the hair braiding process didn't start till about 11. By the time I left this place, it was 9 o'clock at night. There was an expected snowstorm that was supposed to take place that day. And it was snowing, but it wasn't like intense snow. Like a blizzard or anything of that nature. It wasn't too bad. I was more concerned about getting back home because it was nine o'clock at night. It was way past my dinner time. I should have been home at a reasonable hour, just relaxing and chilling. But I ended up ordering lunch with the hairstylist and the shop owner. We all ordered salads for lunch and, um, you know, took a little break to stand up and to use the restroom because 11 hours, that's a long time to be getting my hair done. So the results of the braids, it looked great. I ended up picking hair extensions to match my current hair color, which is like a honey blonde with highlights and lowlights. And the owner, she ended up picking this vibrant kind of like royal blue. I originally wanted rose gold, but she explained to me that that color specifically has to be a custom made color. So she would have to purchase hair extensions send it to a hair salon to have them color it rose gold and then that of course would be an additional charge so I told her don't worry about it I'll pick a different color so then I asked about shades of purple like pastel purple or something like that so when I arrived at the shop I noticed the honey blonde and the blue extensions so she said she knew I wanted some colors so I ended up doing a combination of both and The hair length was about right up to my elbows, and that's how long I wanted it to be. And let me tell you, when I got back home from the place where I got my hair done with the box braids, I was feeling so uncomfortable going to bed because, I guess because of the rubber bands, you know, being tied to my hair, like it was tight, but... I was just feeling uncomfortable. I couldn't rest my head comfortably on my pillow. I was trying to sleep on my stomach. That wasn't helping. I even like stacked up a bunch of pillows to kind of sleep in an upright position. That wasn't helping. So the next day, I ended up going to the beauty supply store. I hit up my best friends, letting them know I couldn't sleep at night. I was having difficulties with the box braids. So One of my best friends frequently gets her hair braided, so she told me um, to use certain oils or certain sprays to help relieve the itchiness on my scalp. So I ended up buying this coconut oil mist for like $9 and change, and I found this braid bonnet that I could just stuff all the box braids into this bonnet so that um, 
it won't get damaged while I'm sleeping at night because I was informed by the hairstylist to use hairspray, the specific brand that she had used, and to wrap my hair up in a scarf. It's going to help the braids last longer. So I said, all right, cool. Um, the second night with the braids, I was still having difficulty sleeping at night. And then the third day with the braids, I noticed I was breaking out with bumps. I started getting headaches and I was like, no way. I, I can't keep these braids on for any longer. I was originally planning to keep them up for like a week, two weeks. But like I said, it was my first time getting box braids done. And I couldn't. I couldn't take it anymore. So I contacted the shop owner and asked how much she charges to remove the braids. And I told her what was going on. And she told me it's $60 to remove the braids because they were fresh. And I was like in my mind, like, damn, really $60? I just spent $150 just to get the box braids. So I contacted my best friends, letting them know I want to get the braids removed, but I'm not going to pay $60 to do it. So I was trying to see if I could go to a local beauty salon in my neighborhood to see if I could get it done for a cheaper price. So my one best friend who gets her hair braided, she told me I could remove the braids myself. She says it's not that hard. So she told me what I had to do. So I was like, all right, cool. And of course, my mom I had to put her two cents in. When did you get your hair done? What a waste of money. <laughs> to me, it's like I got something done off of my beauty to-do list. So I got it done. I had the experience. I don't got to worry about it anymore. It took me seven hours to remove the braids. I was sitting in the living room with my son and my mom watching TV. I had a mirror on top of a table to look at while I'm removing the braids. And I had a comb also and scissors to cut the box braids halfway and then, you know, being able to have an easy way to remove them. So once all the braids was gone, tossed in the garbage, I ended up taking a shower to wash my hair, condition it, using a treatment mask for any damage. And let me tell you, when I was washing my hair, like a whole chunk full of my hair fell out. I was like, what the hell is this? Now, I've been coloring my hair for years. And, you know, I've had some fallout, but not as much as getting my hair braided. And both of my best friends said they never heard of getting box braids done with rubber bands. And I said, well, I never heard of it either, to be honest, but... The hairstylist said it would make the braids last longer. But I guess it did more harm than good because I did end up losing a chunk full of hair. So with that being said, I'm never getting box braids done ever again. And I was worried that I was going to lose hair too. But you know what? I don't have the braids anymore. I don't have to worry about it. My hair is back to normal. And actually, using the coconut oil mist, it really helped repair my hair because last summer I've been coloring my hair blonde up till now and my hair was so severely damaged. Like, 
it was kind of coarse but rough and dry and brittle at the ends and now with the help of using the coconut oil mist my hair is now smooth and straight and soft so I'm really happy about that and I still continue to use the unicorn hair mask that I got from Ulta Beauty that really helped with bonding my hair from the breakage and the damage of coloring it blonde you know because when you go from having dark hair and you're going from dark to light you're going through a bleaching process and bleaching a hair does cause a lot of damage depending on how long the bleaching is in your hair so um i'm really relieved that my hair is back to normal so thank goodness for that so the very same day that i removed the box braids i ended up going to an information session for bariatric surgery i know you're probably thinking why am i going to an info session on this type of surgery this was because i was referred for the surgery by my endocrinologist who I've been seeing for many years now and I see him due to having polycystic ovarian syndrome PCOS for short this surgery was brought to my attention by my endocrinologist a couple of years ago and I was opposed to it because for one I'm a single mom and I have a child with disabilities so my thing was I have no one else to help me take care of my son if I were to have surgery so I've been struggling for years, trying to lose weight, watching what I'm eating. I walk all the time. You know, I'm always on my feet and I still see no change. So last year when I had seen my endocrinologist, I brought up the surgery. I told him I wanted to get information about it. So he was a little hesitant about it. Like he didn't want me to go through with it. But then again, he was the one who brought it up to my attention a couple of years ago. So he said he was going to send a referral in the mail for me to uh, go to the information session about the surgery. He told me it was going to be a long wait to uh, get a referral for the information session or to even see the surgeon. He said that the hospital where the surgery takes place is one of the best. So I said, OK, we'll see. So I go to the information session, I got further information about the surgery, and then there was other people there, of course, wanting to get information about the surgery as well. I remember when I went to the hospital, like I was lost, and this hospital is huge. So I'm like, okay, where is this auditorium at where they're doing the info session? So this security guard stopped me. He says, you know, ma'am, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm here for the bariatric surgery information session and he was just checking me out looking me up and down like you don't need the surgery you know what I mean like he just gave me that look so that he says oh walk with me so he has me walk with him in the hallway where there's like this big tv screen that shows the schedule for what's going on in auditorium at the hospital so he tells me that the info session starts at 12 and I already knew that I was just wanting to know where this auditorium was at because I was lost. So then he told me there's other people waiting to attend the session so I could have a seat in the lobby. So I said, okay, thank you. And then a few minutes later, we were told to go to the auditorium. We'll go to the auditorium. And then we were told to sign in for the info session. 
So we had to go back out to the lobby area to sign in and then get a folder with, you know, information sheets about the surgery and stuff like that. So once the info session was over, everyone went home. I had to make a phone call the following week to schedule an appointment with the surgeon for an evaluation. At the info session, everyone was informed that we were able to pick which surgeon we wanted to meet with. So I have an evaluation scheduled for next week. And I ended up picking the surgeon who had did the info session because he was informative and based upon reading his profile in the folder that was given out, he has performed thousands of surgeries. So we'll see how this evaluation goes and I will keep you all updated on that. So the day after the bariatric surgery info session, I ended up taking myself to the movies. And I went to go see Fighting With My Family. Fighting With My Family is a true story based on former WWE Divas Champion Paige. It shows about her upbringing from when she was a young girl going into signing with the WWE. How her career started. And the movie was produced by The Rock, Dwayne Johnson himself. He was actually featured in this film, and it was great knowing her story. So, you know, there were some emotional scenes, I ain't gonna lie. And overall, the movie is fun and entertaining. So if you're a WWE fan like I am and have always been since I was a little girl, you should definitely check out this movie. It's had great reviews so far, and recently I heard on TV that Netflix is working on a movie based about Hulkamania himself, Hulk Hogan. And the person who's going to be portraying Hulk Hogan is Thor himself, Chris Hemsworth. So this is going to be very interesting. Um, I always see Chris Hemsworth as Thor. I can't really see him as Hulk Hogan, but, you know, from what I read, he has the physique, he has the look. I think he could probably pull it off. So, uh, that's awesome. You know, I like watching movies like that, especially about anyone in the entertainment industry, whether they're a musician, a comedian, an athlete. Watching these bio movies, um is interesting you get to know more about the person's upbringing their lifestyle before they became famous and what happened after they became famous so uh knowing more about Hulk Hogan it's going to be really cool to see Chris Hemsworth portraying him and um hopefully it'll be worth the watch just like fighting with my family so let's see how it turns out Before I wrap this up, there was another movie I want to talk about that I actually got to see during the break. I finally got to see the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, which is a movie about the band Queen. And Rami Malek, who is the actor that portrayed Freddie Mercury in the movie, just recently won an Oscar for Best Actor. 
So congratulations to him on that. And Black Panther also won a few Oscars. And um, of course, that famous and most popular song that everyone's playing everywhere, Shallow, from the movie A Star is Born with Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Their performance was amazing. And I know, you know, there's people in the media talking about it. They got some little connection going on, but, you know, Bradley attended the Oscars with his girlfriend and I think his mom too, from the pictures I've seen on social media. So um, the performance was great. The song is awesome, but I guess you could say I'm over the song now because it's like played out. It's like been played everywhere. So congratulations to all the winners, to all of the nominees of the Oscars this year. And uh, thanks to you all for tuning in to my podcast. We talk with Elisa. I so appreciate it. If there's anything I forgot to talk about, stay tuned to more episodes later on. If you want to follow me on Instagram for any updates on the podcast or anything else, feel free to follow me at sweet talk underscore Alisa. That's S-W-E-E-T-T-A-L-K underscore A-L-I-Z-A. From there, you can get updates on the podcast, updates about me and what's going on in my life. If you want to DM me any questions you would like for me to answer on Instagram Live or on the podcast, feel free to hit me up. If you have the Anchor app, it's totally free. You guys can call into the podcast and leave me a message as well. So with that being said, I hope you all enjoy the rest of the day. And until next time.